Deepish Thoughts with Kim and Carolyn. Well, we haven't really talked about an intro. Let's just go off wing it right okay. now. See, <laughs> just exactly what we love doing, which is winging it. So we've decided to do, Kim came up with, that was the brainchild behind this, which I love. It's called Deepish Thoughts because we don't want to be too... We're not being flip, but we don't want to be too. Well, sometimes like, there'll be serious topics, and sometimes they're not. You know, sometimes yeah. when we get done recording these episodes, we have thoughts about what we've said or haven't said, or you know, just the story itself. And so we thought it would be fun to share that with you and know that the episode continues. These cases stay on our minds, and to kick it off for the very first deepish thoughts, why we call it scene of the crime. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's a cliche, right? He was at the scene of the crime, declared dead at the scene of the crime, uh, you know, all those sorts of things that you hear in the news all the time. But we chose the title for a different reason, and that is because where things happen can well, really affect... Well, this is when I knew that you were my spirit animal, yeah. <laughs> because when you, when you described why you came up with that idea, it was so unexpected. Because I thought of all the, what you just the said. Cliches. The cliches. Yeah. So the and reason that said, I like it is that I an, was an anthropology major in college. I've learned a little bit about how place can really affect people and how those people behave. And so scene of the crime really speaks to the fact that we want to take you to the place where something happened, you know, immerse you in what did it feel like to be there at that time when that crime happened, because that can really inform how the crime conspires, you know, what Mm -hmm. did or didn't happen. When we talk about the Christmas carnage story, the fact that there was this long driveway with a locked gate and the first deputy on the scene had to decide whether or not he was going to pass that gate that had been locked and the deputy chose not to. And, you know, what was what was the repercussions of that choice? Um, The story of the ferry cabin, the fact that it was out so remotely in the Snoqualmie National Forest, how that allowed the criminal activity to continue for so long because nobody could find it. The story in North Bend where we had the arson that took place in the home, but the way that he set up the arson and where things were placed in the home really affected the outcome of the fact that, you know, there was a lot of evidence he meant to destroy that was never destroyed because he made a mistake. Mm -hmm. Um, So the places where things happen, and especially up here in the Pacific Northwest, the Green River Killer, the fact that there are all of these hidden green spaces throughout the city and on the middle of Seattle, you can find acres of forested green space that you might not find in other metropolitan areas. So just the the place itself, the scene of the crime can really have such a huge impact on what happens. Well, and they've done, I I don't know where I've read this or or heard this. They've done studies where they can look at serial killers now and say, and kind of figure out the proximity of the victims that either they're going to be like a long haul trucker who's like going through different states or they're going to be around that area. A local. Because like we always go, like, for example, this was crazy, a little bit off topic, but it makes sense. So stay with me. (laughs) When I was pregnant, I read somewhere that they they target women who are pregnant like these large big box stores because they found out that they're more likely to shop at that store when they're pregnant for the rest of their lives. 
and be loyal to that store, which is really kind of crazy, right? Where why we do the things that we do, we don't know. And that serial killers, you know, they're just creatures of habit like we are. So Gary Ridgway, even though he tried doing all these ruses and everything where he would try to make it seem like body, you know, he went to Oregon to try to plant some bodies there so that they would get him off his track. He really had the kill sites all around his neck of the woods. And so we are creatures of habit, which is really interesting, I think. And and that anthropology piece that you were talking about, you know, it's it's fascinating to think about. Yeah. So, so I'm glad that the name of Scene of the Crime has more of a deep meaning than just the cliche. It, it does. And if you have any deepish thoughts yeah. that you'd like to share with us after listening to any of these episodes, please share. We would love to hear what your deepish thoughts are at seatofthecrimepodcast.com on our Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. Check it out. And and please, you know, this is a never-ending conversation with these so episodes. So join the conversation. It sounds cheesy, but we love hearing from you guys. We love hearing, getting feedback, what you like, what you don't like. So check it out. Thanks. Thanks.